Guys, he says he won't touch me because he's a sex addict. Joan, do not take that lightly, okay? Michael Douglas is a sex addict. Catherine Zeta had to work that issue on her prenup. So it's real. I know it's real. Look, they have like 50,000 websites about it. You know, Greg won't touch me either. Maybe he's a sex addict. You know what? I knew she was going to work Greg's ass back into this conversation somehow. We are done talking about Greg, Tony. But guys, I want him. Why do you want a man you know you're not going to keep? He's not rich enough for you. Maya, he's my Darnell. Minus the baggage handling. <laughs> my baggage handling makes more than your paint mix and drink mixer. <laughs> This is, oh hell yes, a girlfriend's podcast. Sorry, you just didn't see me for a second there. <laughs> I forgot we were on a video call. Uh, I disappeared for a second. Hey, y'all, this is Nettie. Hey, y'all, this is Etsy. And welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a girlfriend's podcast, where we will be talking about a lovely episode of Girlfriends called They Gotta Have It. Mm-hmm. And I guess they do. And that they yeah. were talking about our... Joan and Tony. Oh, yeah. And William. And his William's girlfriend, Yvonne. And Lynn. Oh, shit. Yes. They all got to have it. Except for Maya. I don't know. Yeah, Maya. I don't know her situation with her husband and all that stuff. But yeah, they all got to have it today. (laughs) Uh, If you guys are new to this podcast, we review and discuss each episode of the series. Girlfriends is now on Netflix, so there's no excuse for you to not follow along. Borrow your cousin's password. I'm telling you. Right, Etsy? That. That's is that what you do? You, what do you how you do it? Well, you know, we have um <laughs> a group shot. It's something where if two people are on the same username, we know not to get on. You know, we don't want to lock nobody out of the experience. Well, it also like honestly, a Netflix gives you a notification if someone if too many people are on the account. I get that sometimes because I do share mine. <laughs> When you're ready to watch that movie and then you're like, oh, I can't wait. You got your food and everything together. You press play and it's like this account is being accessed by too many screens right now or whatever. I mean, Netflix, y'all keep increasing the price. What do you want us to do? If y'all are going to increase the price, y'all should expect that we will be figuring it out. (laughs) The fuck? Anyway, guys, Merry Christmas. Merry fucking Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. Welcome to Hanukkah. Um, All that good stuff. All that stuff, man. This is the season. Yeah. In a couple (laughs) days, uh, we'll be uh, celebrating. Etsy, where are you going to celebrate at? What you doing? In my house. Of course. I just came back from um, from my international travels, but I ain't going nowhere. In my house, child. Where are we going to go? To the corner? (laughs) Everybody close. (laughs) So, you out here traveling during a panty? You know, yay, yay. <laughs> Do you think, honestly, I ain't mad at you. Like, as much as I would love for everybody to stay in, I'm not condoning going out, but I see why y'all do it. Like, I see everybody just, we tired. 
We motherfucking tired. I mean, you know, everything is reduced capacity, wearing your mask, hand sanitizer, all that stuff. So, I mean, I figure if I can go to the store here, then I can go outside in another country. Like, Hell yeah, I just came from the grocery store. There was a million people up in that, John. I'm saying, so it's, like, so it's really good. You know, may as well live my life with the mask on, of course, right? So I don't spread nothing that I don't mm-hmm. have. But yeah, guys, um, this episode first originally aired February 5th, 2001. Uh, writers Mara Brocka-Kill and Kim Collier. And uh, today, as far as tweets, we have one that I found that's actually worth reading. <laughs> and it made me chuckle a little bit. Uh, it is uh, courtesy of Noir underscore on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And she says, Girlfriends is really funny. Joan really asked Maya to add to the list of men qualities that she wants a man that greases her scalp. That's so me. Be out here trying to build a nigga. I feel you. I feel you. Mm. And that's in reference to the previous episode, The List, where mm-hmm. everyone makes a list of things they want in a man. The greasing your scalp thing, that's that's a diamond in the rough there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's more it's more common than you think. I've I've definitely heard some friends really? say they nigga be greasing their scalps. For me, uh, I like to keep my beauty regimens to myself, but you know, <laughs> to each its own. <laughs> hey, if, if if someone else can take on the you know some of the tasks while I do other tasks, like let's let's divvy up the work here. Right, multitask. I don't mind. Go ahead and grease my scalp while I exfoliate my my skin and my face and. Um, <laughs> You know, get all the shit done in a quicker manner because that stuff be taking a long time. Sometimes you be at a, you be at like a whole day worth of beauty and pampering. If he can take on some you. of that work, fuck, let's do it. Teamwork makes a dream pimp. work. <laughs> so um, that's all we have before the episode. So um, let me get into this episode. They gotta have it, which was honestly it was pretty good. It had a, oh, a yeah, lot I of like good that. conversation. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of character building because we have some characters that are going to be sticking around for a while. So for a little bit, I like that. I like that. Uh, so <laughs> I am starting off the cold open, <laughs> and we are at the office. Uh, Joan and William, or excuse me, why well, I I don't have Joan and William here. Yvonne and William mm-hmm. are in full force. <laughs> oh, stop that! We can't. Well, everyone knows. Everyone knows this this series, right? We're not spoiling it for anyone if we say stuff like that, right? If we are, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, it's been out for 20 years. If you haven't seen it by now, and it's on Netflix, that's on you. So Yvonne and William are in full force in a relationship. Yvonne is all PDA at the office. I don't even know why she's there. Do you know why she's at the office? Everybody be at that office, show. Sure. I guess we got to question it at this point. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she wants to kiss him at work. William says, no, I'm at work. I can't. And they're talking all loud about all the PDA they've been doing over the past few, however long they've been together. And one of the things they did was they were fucking in the front seat of the squad car while there was a perp in the back. Mm. Y'all of mercy. Really trying it. Because if he gets away while y'all doing your thing. Right. Isn't there no cameras in the, perp in, in the car? Typically they are. Unless or you turn the cameras off. them 20 years ago? Mm. No, they had them. They had them. I, I watched a lot of real TV and shows like that. They had them. cops and stuff. Um, yeah, I just think maybe she turned them off before they did their thing, or she's ditching the tapes. Oh, mm. something like that. You know, we're supposed crazy. to turn them off if you got somebody in the back, girl. But go ahead. Yeah, do your I don't thing. know. But 
Yvonne, once uh, William leaves, Yvonne asks Maya for some Advil. Uh, the story behind that is uh, apparently William's dick is so big that <laughs> she gets a headache. I didn't. She gets really... headaches. I don't know. It's whatever. I guess that's what happens. That's the joke of like the whole show for that plot. So that's like the B plot of the whole show. Um, mm-hmm. They're going to be a lot of dick jokes. And Maya's, you know, not catching it at first. And then she realizes what Yvonne is saying and realizes that she's saying that William's very big mm-hmm. down there. And He'll I do guess ya. it makes sense. <laughs> well, I'll do you. I'll do you. And well, he's really tall. He's, he's you know, he probably has big feet. You know, he's black. <laughs> you know what they say, right? Is that the, is that the myth? That's what they say. The big feet. Yeah, so <laughs> I guess it, it, it tracks. Um, so then Joan comes out of the office, and here's a, a weird thing. I don't know if you know this, but I'm going to go through the scene. Yvonne, uh, she asks Yvonne, Joan does, uh, she says, what's going on, Yvonne? She's like, mm-hmm. nothing, just fighting crime. And she looks at Maya and goes, fighting crime. And they laugh. And I guess she's alluding to the PDA, her and William's PDA, Mm-hmm. Um, so fun fact, I don't know who listens to this podcast that, um, l- ha- listened to me and my other podcasts get wasted on South of Nowhere, but there's an episode of South of Nowhere called Fighting Crime, where two of the characters have this friends with benefits fucking in cars situation going mm. and they call it fighting crime. And they didn't explain why it's called that, but this is the second time I've heard that referred to as fighting crime. Have you mm. ever heard that? No. Let me look on Urban Dictionary. Child, I, the blacks, yeah. they always got something. <laughs> I, I've, I've only heard that twice in this show in South of Nowhere. When did South of Nowhere come out? 20 years ago? 2005. 2005. Oh, so this is a thing. Hmm. Interesting. I, it's only been twice. I haven't heard it on the streets. I haven't been out in, in the streets and heard it. Just on TV. That's so weird. Fighting crime. Oh, wait, no, there is fighting Found crime it? when friends have sex, but there is no serious relationship other than friends with benefits. Fuck buddies. Yeah, that's weird. That's not it's not prevalent. It's not a very oh. prevalent term. And it actually doesn't huh. really fit here with Yvonne and William because they're together. They're together. I don't The other know. two characters from the other show weren't together. They were just, you know, doing their thing. So, huh. Interesting. Thanks for the. uh Thanks for the research. Shout out to Urban Dictionary. Shout out, shout out. You wanna wanna sponsor us? Go ahead. Okay, cut the check. (laughs) So yeah, so once Yvonne leaves, Maya dishes the info of what's going on with William's penis size to Joan. And Maya says that man can run a three-legged race by himself. (laughs) And I'm like, girl, as soon as she said it, I thought it in my head. The picture came up in my head. In the grass, in the grass, you know, one of those cheesy, you know, team T-shirts, you know, him running a three-legged race (laughs) by himself. Like, I hate when people say stuff like that. (laughs) I love it. I never get tired of that reference. So they start to giggle and stuff, and that's the end of the cold open. It was really long, and um, I was like, "Chad, this is a long one." Yeah, that was that was a task. That was quite a task. 
So we're back from the credits, and Sean and Joan are doing big things together. You know, they're sitting by the fireplace. She got a fireplace, right? I'm pretty sure she does. Joan is out here. She got a fireplace. She is. She's like, fuck y'all broke asses. <laughs> My grandmama left me in this house. <laughs> okay. She got grills in the backyard with the patio. Joan is living a good life. Y'all here playing with her. That's why everybody be coming over there, want to stay over there and shit. Mm-hmm. I wish I had a friend with a big house she inherited. I'd be over there all the time. I mean, outside this COVID shit. So her and Sean doing this game where they ask each other questions and then they write down privately what each person's answer is and then they exchange them. Mm-hmm. And then they read them, which is kind of kid-like, but okay. So yeah, It's cute. Yeah, it's so, I mean, it's cute for them because it's a TV show and they're getting to know each other. I just never done it. I guess I have done cheesy stuff like that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not gonna fucking lie. I'm sitting here acting all self-righteous and shit. Fuck that. We all do that shit, right? Right, Etsy? Yeah, we love the cheese. I ain't vegan. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard that. I've never heard that before. Okay. All right. Alrighty. Um, so we kind of get the tail end of the first question. It's like they both put Bali, so I guess it's like their dream like getaway or something like that. And then the question that we get to see is what is a movie that you like but you're embarrassed to admit you like? Mm-hmm. So then they start writing it down. And if you look closely, which you don't really got to do because she makes it obvious, Joan actually looks over Sean's shoulder as he's writing it down because mm-hmm. it's Joan. She can't just wait. And she got to cheat in this bullshit ass game. <laughs> yeah. Like bitch, just wait a couple seconds. He's going to hand you the paper. But oh, that really no. shows you like her character. Like she just can't chill for just a it's second. Like, also, what was the point of that? Did she want to write down the same thing that he was going to write? I don't know what it was. I have no idea why she even looked, but mm. that's what, that's Joan. That's Joan. So they pick their movies, and initially they act like the audience isn't there. They don't even tell us what it is. Mm-hmm. They just they exchange them, they open it and look, and they just start laughing. And we don't know why they're laughing, and they're just like, let's not even mention this. Like, let's never mention it again. And they mm-hmm. tear up the notes. And after a long pause, Sean looks over, and she's like, he's like, a booty call? <laughs> and she's like, Yeah. And Joan's like, the best little whorehouse in Texas? Okay, pause. I've never seen Booty Call. you never seen Booty Call? Oh my goodness! Yeah, it came out when I was like seven or something, or nine. So I didn't have a reason to at that time. And then as I got older, it was like, well, it's old now. So I'm not going to watch yeah. some old movie. Yeah, I was people watching are, very like, outdated speech and, and slang and shit, dressed all like old school, like <laughs> with, the, with their satin shirt. It never caught my generation, right? You know, but I did a little research on the best little whorehouse in Texas. And what's that about? I never watched it. It's a it's a Dolly Parton movie. She plays a madam for a brothel, and it's funny considering the plot line of, of Sean that he would like this movie because it deals with. A brothel. Seth. Am I wrong in saying that? Like, I mean, I no. know brothels are, you know, do your thing. I'm not, not shaming anybody's um It makes kinks. perfect sense. He likes to fuck, but, so he likes hearing stories about fucking. Right, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's, that's it's interesting that he would choose that movie 
before we even know his plot line for this episode. And it's also funny that he's embarrassed to tell people that he likes this movie because he also has another secret that he's embarrassed to tell. Foreshadowing. (laughs) So after they tell each other's movies, they have a little laugh and Joan puts her head on Sean's shoulder and he looks over at her and she looks like she's (laughs) going to kiss him. (laughs) And then he looks at her and then he goes, and then he kisses her forehead like, like a daddy when they be kissing their daughter. <laughs> he does. And I was like, and he does it so like forcefully, like, like he is proud. Like, mm, I'm kissing you on the forehead. And I'm like, Joan, you should just kissed him real fast. Like you should have just leaned in and did it. I think if Joan had just surprised him, I, I know he know. got up later on, but I don't know. She kind of waited too long to where she gave him the opportunity. Well, she didn't know he was going to kiss her on the forehead. forehead. Who would have thought that? Who would have fucking thought something like that? <laughs> I would have never fucking thought that. <laughs> um, it's like a church hook. So she um, she does a fourth wall break and she's like, um, let's try this again. And she pulls out the airplane signals that people have at the airport when they're bringing in planes. And she directs him to her mouth a little lower. <laughs> and so she tries again. She actually tries to lean in this time. Mm-hmm. And he gets up and fucking freaks out. And he's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And he gets up. He's like, I got to go. I have an early morning meeting. And she says, uh, mm-hmm. okay. And he's about to leave. Got his like jacket and stuff. And she's like, all right, good night. And she leans in again for a kiss. <laughs> and he, he rubs her shoulders and says, all right, good night. And leaves. <laughs> um, what did you think when you first saw this? You remember when you first saw this, what your thoughts were? When you were like yeah, five or whatever. I'm like, oh, he not. <laughs> when I was five, I was like, oh, why she keep trying to kiss him? He don't want her. Ew. <laughs> I didn't. Um, when I first saw it, I couldn't pin down what it was. I mean, obviously, if I'm a child, I don't know about sex addiction. Like, I would. That was the last thing I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I what did, I don't remember what I think, but I I totally didn't think sex addiction. I think that most people would just think they're like, oh, he's probably not ready for that. Maybe he's celibate. Mm, well, yeah, I didn't know what celibate was when I was a kid either. But yeah, <laughs> I think as an oh, adult, yeah, as an adult, I would probably be like, oh, he's celibate. Even if I did know about sex addiction, I'd be like, well, if he's addicted to sex, wouldn't he want to kiss her? That's what I'm saying. You know? Um, quite interesting, quite interesting, because you don't know what Sean's what's going on in his head mm-hmm. so um next day at work Maya and Joan are about to go to lunch and they're making more dick jokes about William and <laughs> Joan uh says to Maya you want to go out to lunch and she's like yeah you know I'm so hungry I could eat a horse and Maya's like speaking of because she sees William god you guys are terrible <laughs> I would I would not talk about my friend's pants like that. Like, not Speaking a friend. Of, a stallion. Yeah, that's like your brother, Joan. Come on. <laughs> but, you know, this series goes weird places, so I'm right. not like, pigeonholed not any storyline. Uh, so William's like, yeah, I'll be working all day, so can you just pick me up some lunch and bring it back? I have this big Johnson case I'm working on. And they start <laughs> laughing like little schoolgirls. He's like, I'll never see the light of day. The briefs are huge. <laughs> and they start giggling even more. He's not understanding what's so funny. And Joan's like, uh, 
No, he goes, what's so funny? And Joan says, uh, probably has something to do with your lengthy dictation. Oh. And William's <laughs> like, how do you know I have a lot of dictation? What did Yvonne tell you? I like how they do that line, though. But how did you all know I had a lot of dictation? How do you know I have a lot of dictation? Yeah, very nice, very nice. And Joan's like, nothing. She didn't sell me. And Maya's like, yeah, big willy. And they, they <laughs> laugh and stuff and run off. So this next scene, 8.47, we're back. We're back at 8.47 because breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Of course, snacks, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, snacks too. And sometimes just for drinks. Brunch, all that. And <laughs> Tony is on the phone trying to track down Greg because his phone was cut off. She tried to call him in the previous episode, I think. Ciao. And it was disconnected. But I'm like, bro, if it's disconnected, that's well, all you need to know. Broke. Yeah, yeah, like... That's all. Don't even pursue it. He can't even keep Listen, his phone on. If a nigga can't pay his phone bill, I don't know, yeah. girl. This There's is no reason you. to even go any further with that. <laughs> you ever had a dude that was like, hey, yo, call me on Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, no. you can call me through Facebook. I was no. like, whoa. Oh, Facebook. <laughs> you know you can call people through Facebook, right? You can? Like video yeah. chat, yeah. But like, yeah, call? I mean, you can do well. I, they probably do video chat now, but back in the day, <laughs> it's, hey, it's not from personal experience in that way. But I do know some people that were like, "Yo, you can call people through Facebook," oh, but that's shit. a big red flag too. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have a real phone, <laughs> like a working, you got to get on internet. Let me get to Wi Fi first, then you can call. Me. <laughs> Yo, I'm done. Oh my god. So she don't care though. Tony, which is weird because she's the you know the bougie one. She don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. She wants his broke dude. She wants some child. I don't know what he done did he to her some, in the past. He got that good good. He got that good good. I guess. Mm-hmm. So she's tracking down the the catering company that hired him, and she's planning to hire him for her private use as a bartender, which is <laughs> okay. Tony, all right, all right, do your thing. It's funny because she's on the phone with the guy. They're at 847. They're at the table, all the girls, and she's on the phone. And the guy on the phone's name is Todd. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. I was like, whoa. Whoa, Todd. <laughs> yeah. That's a future character's name that she will be very much connected to. But I'm I'm sure it's not the same guy on the phone. So the rest of the girls are making fun of uh, Greg being broke. And while they're making fun of him, she finally finds him on the phone they're like oh yeah greg and she hires him to be her bartender to get him over to her house and she also says oh food nah there'll be plenty to eat there okay <laughs> what <Scarcer>. okay tony <laughs> <laughs> so uh lynn has a saying about how he's broke but he can still fuck but there's all it's like a cute like she has all these cute little some shit i don't know like, if you have them too yeah, broke to wed but not to bed too broke to stay with, but not to play with. Okay, mm-hmm. listen, I'm yeah, keeping yeah. my archive show. And she was about to say a third one, but I think they cut her off because she was going too far. She was getting too explicit. Too broke to get stuck with, but not too broke enough, to... enough, enough. But, <laughs> yo, Lynn got bars. You know Lynn got bars. She's a musician, right? I'm she saying. got bars. All day. <laughs> so Tony bought Joan some Victoria's Secret. But Joan's like, listen, they don't even matter because Sean's over here. Sean's never going to get a peek. And that's when she explains that she's been trying to kiss him and he doesn't even touch her. 
or anything mm. like that. And she's like, oh, wait, no, he's held my hand like twice. And the girls are like, well, Maya pretty much is like, oh, he's gay. He must mm. be gay. And she's like, no, I took him by, I guess, this guy named Gay Marks. And Gay Marks said, no, he's not gay. Okay. Mm-hmm. They say, maybe it's another woman. And she's mm-hmm. like, I wish, because then she would know something. She can handle the rejection, but no. She says, everything's great. They talk forever. They eat off each other's plates and everything. He just won't do anything with her. And then Maya's like, when he hugs you, is it like a pat on the back or is it real, real strong? Mm, Maya asks him if he gives that church hug. But does he caress you? Does he caress? But anyway, Joan's like, fuck no. He don't even hug me. Damn. And she's like, all right. Back to my original thought. He's gay. I went on a, a date with a guy who wouldn't touch me at all. Like, not like, I, I mean, obviously, like, I ain't crazy, you know what I mean? But I'm saying, like, after the third date, there was nothing, like, nothing. No, he hugged me. No holding hands, no nothing. Mm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, I'm not saying, like, we're at the movies, like, finger me in the fucking movie theater. But I'm not, oh, I'm not, like, <laughs> I ain't saying shit like that. But, like, hold my hand. Like, put your arm around me. Like, something. Are we even, are we just hanging out? That's your friend, like, oh. friend. Yeah, like, are we just friends? Maybe I'm reading this wrong? He's like, I just don't want to mess everything up. I don't know. I really like you. and I don't want to mess anything up. I'm like, well, you messing it up. Like, Right. You messing hmm, it up. Interesting. Yeah, so uh, that could have been another reason if we didn't find out that Sean was a sex addict. But still, that's that's immature stuff because if you don't show me that you like me, I'm gonna move on. Fuck that right. shit. You're yeah. gonna mess it up that way. But, Weird. Um, Tony thinks maybe Sean is a Jehovah's Witness. She's like, uh, nope, he golf's on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Lynn makes a good point. Says maybe he's just adhering to your three month rule. She's like, well, that only applies to sex, but. Can we do other stuff to get me through the three months? Exactly. There's a whole lot of bases. Like, come on now. So Tony's like, just show up wearing lingerie, then ask him what's going on, and you'll see what what it is. Something like that. Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. I put in my notes. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) so next scene, we're at Tony's house, and it's Greg and Tony. Can Can you explain Greg and Tony? Because honestly... I'm they here for this scene, child. You don't you fuck are? with them? Yes. No, nah, I don't fuck with them. They're they boring I'm, as fuck. I'm here with, for Tony <laughs> ordering a whole catering service just for this nigga to come to her house. <laughs> she basically ordered a nigga. She ordered him. She paid for this nigga. This is like fucking this is a prostitution almost. Some type, yeah, like Some structured type of slavery. prostitution. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. So he got, he got his... um. His uniform, y'all know the white chef coat with the black pants, and then he got the tray about to serve her wine, and they start kissing or whatever, and then Greg goes, "Oh well, you know, I'm happy we back together," and then Tony is like, "What? No, we just having fun," and then Greg is like, "What? What do you mean?" So they get into a whole back and forth. Greg doesn't want to be taken advantage of. He's about to leave. And Greg is like, well, you know, this comes with this. And he points to his his penis. And he points to his heart. So, and then Tony goes, well, does it come with that ass too? (laughs) (laughs) That That was was a good good line too. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
then he's about to leave. And Tony's like, no, what do you mean? It's a joke. So, yeah. And he leaves, right? I, I, yeah, he leaves. He storms out. <laughs> but I like when he says, Tony, I'm not a pair of shoes you could just pull out of your closet whenever I'm in fashion. Mm. Okay. This guy's poetic. Poetic justice. That? He's an artist. Uh, artiste. Oh, yeah. Artiste, you know. yeah. And the thing he's like, this comes with this pointing to his pants and then pointing to his heart it's like the things he says it's like you're emotional bro you're mad emotional yeah i kind of like it i like i, I like, like the it. metaphors i like yeah i like a you know a nice soft heart i like that but if that soft heart come with empty pockets shell oh yeah yeah you gotta i mean she shouldn't even call them i don't even know once the phone was disconnected <laughs> That was it. I don't get why you pursue any further. <laughs> she, should, Unless, she, ain't, she didn't call him. She ordered him. No, but the last episode, last episode, she called him at oh, Joe's yes, office. Yes, yes. And, then, and then it was, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he admitted, yo, I asked, yeah, my phone was off. I didn't pay it or whatever. Okay, well, then what are we doing? Why are we together? And I'm also like, how broke do you have to be for your phone bill not to be on? Like, isn't that up there after rent and food? That's after rent. That's after rent and food. Yeah, I would say. I mean, how are you gonna connect with people? What if something happens at your house? Can you dial out if you something happens? I think you can still dial nine one one. That's it. And he's also like, this is like pre like popularity of the internet. How are you gonna get your catering jobs? That's what I'm saying. They have to call. They're you. gonna call you. Yeah. So how are you gonna get your work? You need that phone. Come on now. Weird. I know. I hate that he calls her T Bone too. I'm tired of that shit. T-bone and T come on it's not cute it's not Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I like uh, it so so they're back uh, Sean and Joan are back at dinner and she is just foaming at the mouth to ask this dude what's up she waits till he finishes the last bite of his dinner and before he even chews it his 33rd time for peak digestion she says are you gay and he's like well, sorry and he's, she's like, are you a Jehovah's Witness? And he's like, are you on crack? <laughs> and she's like, are you seeing someone else? And he's like, what do you, what do you really want to know? And that's why she gets into the whole, why, why won't you touch me? I like the way mm. she delivers these lines. I love the way she does. <laughs> why, but why won't you touch me? Anyway, so <laughs> she sounds like a Disney princess. <laughs> something i don't know um but he says i'm respecting your three-month rule and she's like well that only applies to sex we can do other things there's other things between nothing and sex mm-hmm. he's like well you're, you're beautiful and i desire you and she says well, well say that in a kiss he's like mm. no i can't i cannot and she keeps pressuring him and then he he says a secret what's his secret he's uh Sex addict. Dun, dun, dun. Oh my god. And you know, we already said it earlier in the in the episode. We know. We all know. But yes, mm-hmm. he's a sex addict and she doesn't believe him. She's like, what guy isn't? What man isn't a sex addict? <laughs> mm-hmm. And so uh he's like, No, this is very serious. Um <laughs> She's like, if you were a sex addict, you would have jumped my bones already. Mm-hmm. And he makes a really good Valid. point. Or she makes a really good point. And then he says, well, I'm a recovering sex addict. And then he gives this generalization about women. He's like, you women hear what you want to hear and don't accept what's being said to you. I'm a recovering sex addict. 
He does that a lot throughout the episode. He does the that women, a few times. Women, Not liking that quality. Not liking Mm-mm. it. And he basically says, like, listen, like, if I get all wound up, there's no turning this off. He says, if I get all wound up, there's no turning it off. And what does that even mean? And he's like, there's nothing in between nothing and sex for him. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, then what was your end game here? Were you just going to sit here and rebuff her the entire relationship? Because apparently they're Until in a relationship right now. Until the three months, yeah, because he's an idiot. Well, then after the three months, he would still be a sex addict, no? Yeah, he's recovering, so, though, remember? Oh, so he thought in three months he'd be fully recovered and they could just have a relationship as normal? Some he would never like tell that. her this? Come on now. So, you know, he leaves. She takes that information, thinks about it, holds on to it in her heart. And then she, the <gasps> next day at her house, she tells the girls. Mm-hmm. And she's been going on some websites. She's been researching and stuff. She's really doing her thing. And then Tony says, well, Greg won't touch me either. Maybe he's a sex addict. And Maya's not with this whole Greg talk. She's like us. She's like, yo, we're done talking about Greg. He's broke. So you, you should be the broke dude. Like, it doesn't make sense for her to even be pursuing this. And Tony's like, but Maya, he's, he's my Darnell. Minus the baggage handling. And Maya says, my baggage handler makes more than your paint mix and drink mixer. All facts. Darnell could pay facts, the phone facts, bill. facts on facts on facts. So Joan decides to read off all the warning signs of a sex addict. It's almost like an after school special, and uh, but they make it kind of funny. So they she reads all of them off, and each one applies to Lynn. So like Lynn has this like funny call and response thing that she's doing, and because she's done it all, having multiple sexual partners or extramarital affairs. Oh please, who hasn't? <laughs> Having sex with a succession of anonymous partners, including prostitutes. Variety, spice of life. Masturbating excessively. Joan, I'm not alone, am I? (laughs) Using sexually explicit phone lines. Hey, I paid you back. Tony, I owe you $255. (laughs) And engaging in masochistic or sadistic sex, such as experiencing sexual excitement by inflicting pain on others. Mm. Okay, it sounds bad when you say it like that. (laughs) So... Mm -hmm. I, you know, Lynn, Lynn is so, so open about what she is. I am surprised that she decided to go to this meeting, but whatever. Child. Just in case you have a problem. <laughs> why not? The way Lynn comes to this meeting is how <laughs> I would come to a meeting. <laughs> Y'all I ain't mean, gonna get my government. You're in the meeting. Everyone has the same vulnerabilities. Like no one's in the meeting is going to rat you out because they're in the meeting too. So yeah, if someone tries but... to even then it's like rat you, you out know. you rat them out we're all here together some people got different standards some people don't care if you rat them out i guess i guess so joan's feeling guilty about dismissing him initially dismissing sean and i don't know what would you do in this situation etsy would you continue the relationship with a recovering sex addict hell no <laughs> really what in the world what is that? Well, honestly, after hearing what his what when he go to the meeting and you hear what his lifestyle was like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, Out here um, in these streets. I'd be like deuces for the streets. Definition of it <laughs> for the streets. You belong to the streets. Um, so Joan decides to go to one of these meetings, and Lynn decides she wants to go too because she may, in fact, have a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, she doesn't. She's just out here capping. 
Yeah, she doesn't have a problem at all. She's just sexually liberated, which there's nothing wrong with that. So once they decide that, we move back to the Tony and Greg storyline. I forgot that this is a storyline in addition to the e- Yvonne and William yeah, thing. There's but like yeah, three go of ahead them. and talk about go ahead and talk about Tony and Greg, because I'm really not interested. <laughs> so Tony I, orders Greg as her, I don't know, a fuck a nigga, a night, whatever situation. Um <laughs> So he comes. He's not in uniform though. Which, um, excuse me, sir, I ordered a bartender. So he's like, it's just Tony. Professionalism. So he's like, okay. I thought I came here because you thought I thought that you had something different to say to me. And she's basically like, yeah, I did. I just want to talk about what happened the other night. And they start jumping bones again. Not quite. They do. They do some talking shit. Like, oh, you know, I look. You look good with no clothes on or some shit. Chill, some shit like that. And then they start making out at the end. Chill. N- nothing that's special. That's the gist. <laughs> I'm saying nothing special, right? Like this is no one cares. Aww. I don't care. What's going on with Tony's hair? It's like half box braids, and then like the front. Is yeah, like I noticed hair. that. I noticed that. Like, it's braided up top, and then it comes down, and it's not. Like, it's, like, loose. It's out. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, like, the actual front of it. So, like, that's the box braids with the loose, right? But the actual front, right. she has hair. Like, her hair. Yeah, her hair. Yeah. Like, what's out, wrong? not in the braids. It's almost like yeah. it's, it isn't finished. The braids ain't finished. No, I thought they just have some leave out. It's just some leave out, right? People do that? It didn't look crazy to me. Why? Oh. It didn't look crazy. It, was, it just I looked just, different. I just never seen that it before. It looked ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> it looked mad ambitious. I don't That's all I gotta say about that. It looked good, but it, I just never seen it before. Yeah, it was different. Um, <laughs> but he talks about how he's in some emotional pain and he showed up because he likes the pain that she causes because then he can do his artwork really well. He uses that for his paintings. He's a very troubled young man. Yeah. Oh, He's very, I don't like where this is going. Yeah, listen, this is these. you like these scenes. I don't. I told you how I felt, and I was honest. <laughs> oh, yeah. The first scene was, was very, was interesting to me. You know, seeing him still in his work clothes but at her house. But now I'm just like, Tony, he's really broke. Like, are you going to be paying for stuff? Yeah. Like, how are y'all going to do stuff together? Like, what if you want to go on a trip to, like, you want to go out of the country, you want to have, like, a vacation, and he can't pay for his side of it? You got to pay for his side of it? Um, um I don't know. Sure. You going to pay for him to go on trips with you? Mm-hmm. You got to stay home. He can't <laughs> get the all-inclusive or nothing. <laughs> you gonna what are you going to do? that a solo trip or go yeah. with, with, with Joan. Might have got some money. I was going to say, I'll... I would say you could FaceTime him, but that wasn't that didn't exist back then. You could Skype him. You could Skype S- him. Send that nigga a postcard. <laughs> um, it feels like this episode. So the last episode, all these people kind of reconnected and met, and now all of them are in a relationship. It feels like it was like it's been weeks since the last episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there are like Sean and Joan are already boyfriend and girlfriend, and they just met last episode. So this right. was a flash forward in time. Right. And then you got Tony and Greg, who they seem like they're really more deeper into what actually happened between them. So there's that. And then Maya looks like she totally 
disregarded her nigga cheating. So Maya's, I mean, Maya's not even barely in this episode, it seems, except to be funny about William's package. Mm-hmm. But Yvonne and William are they're in a relationship. They're fully, you know, in involved and they just oh no, they, they got together last episode. Mm-hmm. They made it official. But it just seems like a big time jump that's been happening. Um, let's skip all the Greg and Tony scenes. I'm sorry, listeners, if you guys like the Greg and Tony scenes, but to be honest, it's kind of dry for me. And I want to be honest with you guys. Wait, was there a if, last Greg and Tony scene? Oh, yeah, when Lyndon was in there, right? Yeah, and they were laying down and she was explaining her sex addict stuff and she was like, okay, cool, get out. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the Sex Addicts Anonymous meeting and... Joan arrives with Lynn, and Lynn is wearing these big sunglasses mm-hmm. because she's she's embarrassed, you know. She's trying to hide her identity, incognito. <laughs> and Joan said she looks stupid. <laughs> and it's funny because Sean comes up and he's like, hey, Joan, Lynn. And she's like, damn it, because re- <laughs> he recognized her. It's like, come on. Everyone that knows you sees that it's you. Come on. And and he done said your government, like, if someone knows you, they're going to recognize you. Oh, yeah. So Lynn runs off because she got recognized by Sean. And Joan apologizes. It's time to get the meeting started, though. And Sean decides to be the first person to start the sharing session. And he starts off with, hi, I'm Sean, and I'm a recovering sex addict. So Mm -hmm. tell me about uh, what Sean shares with the audience Sean said he done lost his wife, his kids, his pet, his doll. He done fucked 300 bitches. He said, Lord, it has taken over his whole life, honey. Money, job opportunities. All of that shit. It's a wrap for all of that. His life is fucking. And then Joan is like, girl, I gotta get the fuck out of here. So she just dips quietly out the door. And then Sean looks at her and he's like, damn. I thought she was a real one. (laughs) Damn, Joan. I thought he's like, damn, I thought she was a real one. All right. Anyway, (laughs) let me continue this damn speech. Um, Yo, 300 women? No, that's 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 ridiculous. That's like a whole D1 marching band. Nigga, does your dick still work? (laughs) Yo, and you think about it like, was it all safe every single damn time? Not possible. I'm like. You don't got no kids. Not one child got produced from this. Not one. They got produced. They just got a How many kids you got out there, bro? Chill. How knows? many children? What about the children, Sean? What about the STDs? The STDs and the children. Do you did, did you get tested? Like before you like Well, Joan left. Joan dipped, okay? So, I don't even know at this point cuz I'm like Joan, you got to go with him to get tested. But do you want to continue this relationship anyway? Joan is so thirsty. And she'll be she, like, fuck, I don't care. She'd be like, fuck, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> she is that thirsty ass bitch. Joan, a nigga just said he don't fuck 300 bitches. She going to come back. She's like, Joan. I'll be 301. I'll be. Th- <laughs> fuck, I don't give a fuck. I'll be 301. <laughs> oh, God. Joan, Joan, Joan. Oh, Joan. So, yeah, we find out he was previously married. You know, all that stuff. All that he lost all. He lost his previous life. He's basically, I mean, he may as well start a new life, change his name, change his whole look. Because Mm -hmm. his previous life has been lost due to this addiction. 
So next we are over at uh, 847 with Yvonne and William. And William confronts her about the fact that he's been, that she's been telling everybody about their sex life. Look, I'm mad because you're going around telling people about her sex life. I just told Maya. Who told Joan? Now they're both laughing at me and calling me Big Willie. That's because you're big, really. William says he can't even look his friends in the eye. They don't even look at him in the eye because... Maybe look at his looking everywhere else. <laughs> yeah. And Yvonne's like, are they violating you? And she, he's about to get ready to fight. But William's like, listen, if you don't stop telling my friends about our sex life, then I won't have sex with you. I'll, we'll take a break from this. I'll cut you off right now. Mm, and, that's a uh, lot. <laughs> she's like, okay, well, okay. I, I, if you think that's what needs to happen. And he's like, all right. Have you learned your lesson yet? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know what she said. I guess yes or whatever. And he's like, oh, great. Oh, yeah. She says, yeah. And he's like, okay, great. Because that was that was tough. So then they run off to have sex. <laughs> Come on, bro. Like, for someone telling your business like that, you got to really teach her a lesson. Like, I like that woman. I like Yvonne's outfit. <laughs> Near this scene. I don't like, I don't be really liking nothing she wears. Um, <laughs> Really the most stylish person on the show. I mean, it's probably a tie between Tony and Joan. Don't you don't like the wrap dress? <laughs> her wrap dress she had during the scene. It was a I didn't pay attention. It didn't stick out to me. <laughs> so it must not have been that good. Anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they run off. And then we're back at Joan's house. And Sean comes over after the meeting because old girl stormed off. Mm-hmm. So he wants to talk to her about why she left. And she's like, yo, everything, that was just too much. Listening to your history. And she's like, yo, 300 women? That really scared. That scared me. That shit cry. Ain't it, Jay? <laughs> what she ought to ah, ah, fish, fish fillet? fillet. <laughs> yo, let me tell you, sidebar, sidebar. <laughs> so me and my friend, whenever we would like like get like white friends white <laughs> friends we would um that has to be announced. shut up shut up yeah i want i don't want to make it sound racist yeah i'm just gonna say it this is a black podcast when we when we make white friends um shout out shout out to to isaiah jackson um we would do this thing where if we're hanging out having drinks or whatever we always go that shit cray ain't it jay what she order and then we look at the white person to finish the line that's a test can you finish it and we've got and let me tell you we got all kinds of answers (laughs) (laughs) we got i think one girl said a sandwich (laughs) i was like no no we just we just want to see like you know you know what what y'all what y'all listen to what y'all into so we we just spring it on them A few of them get it, but sometimes they don't. They really don't. Uh, but where were we at? He at the crib. So, yeah. So, Sean's like, oh, you know, we all got some skeletons in our closet. And Sean's like, yo, but you got a whole graveyard. That was funny. Mm-hmm. I think that was funny. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. <laughs> so, he mentions, yo, you got baggage, too. You know, because of Joan's three-month rule. How is and that baggage? Like, well, he says it's a control. It's a control thing. Yeah, she controlling who goes into her pussy. Yeah, that's legit. That's legit. <laughs> you know? 
And he says, you know, how about the fact that you base your self-esteem by how quick a guy gets you in bed? Okay. All right. Some points were made. Sean. And then he makes another generalization about women. It's funny to me how women always expect men to accept their issues, help them get through them and understand them. But as soon as we have a problem, there's no understanding or helping us through it. We're just supposed to change. The sadder part is you don't even see a brother trying. Okay, Sean, listen, stop. Don't talk like that. Like you women are like this. Actually, a lot of the guys on this show do that. Davis does that. William does that. And now Sean does that. Oh, women are you women. You women do this. You women do that. And uh, I guess they were written to be those type of dudes, but we shouldn't be promoting dudes talking like that, honestly. Seriously. And also, like, the half a point that he made does still not, does not compare to, nigga, you fucked 300 bitches. (laughs) yeah (laughs) like that's still i don't know why you trying to equalize some shit that ain't equal if you don't get your ass on (laughs) that is a lot that's uh what's 300 what what else can we equate that to bruh that's a marching band 300 that's That's a college marching school that is a small school you're right that's like my middle school (laughs) that's my that's my middle school We've worked events that have less than 300 people attending. Yeah, we have. We have. That's a, that's a, is that a, that's like a club. It's like BB Kings. <laughs> that's, that's more than SOB's capacity. Is it more than SOB's capacity? Oh, SOB's small as fuck, yeah. Well, then it Definitely. must be, it must be smaller than, um, than what BB Kings used to have. Oh, yeah. Because SOB's is bigger. So, you know, Joan hears this dude. She hears him. And then she does this, you know, cheesy thing where she pretends to be at Sex Addicts Anonymous at the meeting. And she's, <laughs> I'll she's just... like, hi, I'm Joan. And I wish my boyfriend would touch me. <laughs> I wish my boyfriend uh, would kiss me. <laughs> they Joan. did something similar. This whole acting shit out. They did this shit in the previous episode where, where Sean had to reintroduce to, himself yeah to reintroduce himself to her they act an ass couple they really are they love the acting child they need to be on stage and she's like hi i'm joan i'm the girlfriend of a recovering sex addict i'm like oh so y'all are really together after what a couple weeks two weeks three weeks seem like a uh, a few days it seems really fast all this is really fast yeah. i guess at this point we're about you know, little more than halfway through the first season, and they're like, "We keep giving these girls new dudes every episode, and we we just need to like stick to something." I mean, it's fine. I like the plethora of options. What you like the previous way they were doing it, where they were giving them different you know, dudes a new every, nigga every other week or some shit. Yeah, I'm here for that. But I guess you know, you gotta yeah, have a, a stable relationship somewhere yeah. down the line, chill. And she's like, I'd like to share something. I wish my boyfriend would kiss me. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> this shit's so, so cheesy. So he's about to kiss her. And right before he leans in, he's like, do you mind eating an onion first? Because it helps with my aversion therapy. I'm like, oh, that's a good little tactic. But she goes, uh, no, all you need is some Joan therapy. I'm like, actually, no, like, he might need an actual like this is a real thing he might need an actual onion onion. yeah like don't play games committed so (laughs) don't play games with his addiction go get him a fucking onion but anyway they kiss and it's over 
<laughs> Maybe you can just tell me about this last episode, this last scene with Lynn at Tony's apartment. Yeah, so Greg is over there again. This is like the third time we're seeing him. Um, side note, this episode has a lot of different plot lines. But anyway, um, Greg is at Tony's house. They're in bed. And Lynn is telling uh, Greg and Tony about her being a sex addict or not, not being a sex addict. And they're like, okay. And then what's her name is just like, okay, you can get the fuck out now. And Lynn is like, oh, well, you know, can I watch or something? And then like, bitch, what? What's fucking fire? What's that about? That's, listen, Lynn is, she's, she's a girl. Lot. She's, I ain't trying to fuck my nigga in front of my friend. Like, girl. Yeah, what? like, why would you watch? Like, I don't know, chat. Your friends. Is, yeah. Next shit. So, so yeah, like, Greg old. is like, oh, yeah. At first, Greg, Which, Greg is with it. Huh? Is that? Uh, a foreshadowing to his ain't shitness other than the plethora of foreshadowings we have had. Did you say plethora? Plethora. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my bad. I, I swear I thought it was plethora. My bad. <laughs> plethora. <laughs> Y'all, I used to have hooked on phonics. Don't try to come for me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure... It's plethora, but <laughs> it's not plethora. I've never heard it like that. <laughs> I'm just saying. Thought it was plethora. Continue. <laughs> I don't know what you were talking about. What were you talking about? I don't even know how that shit came into the oh, how that shit came into the conversation. So we was talking about Greg and Tony being in the um. Oh yes, 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 yes. More for, foreshadowing to come. Plus, there's you were saying that there's like an A, B, and C plot of this episode. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. We usually have yes. like maybe one or two, but to mm-hmm. have three. Actually, there's, there's a three or four. There's Sean and Joan, Greg and Tony, and Yvonne and William. That's only three, right? Mm-hmm. That's it. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is a lot going on in this episode. And uh, I guess they were like, yo, it's, it's the new year. Because, you know, this is one of the first episodes, if not the first episode of the new year of 2001. So they were like, you know what? Let's like really try to give these characters real backbone and storyline. Like all, all of these characters, all, all of them except Maya, I guess. <laughs> she already got a man. So. And we already went through Maya's last episode. Yeah, we, we did that thing. Before? Or the previous one with the Never Bridesmaid. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we... I think that's what they're doing because it this this episode does seem a little different, mm-hmm. and like they're trying to make some things concrete. But that is really the episode. Fast. Yeah, that's it. That's uh, they gotta have it. And have it. go ahead and let me know what your oh hell yes moment is. My oh hell yes moment is when they are at the group, um, the sex addict group, and this nigga. As soon as he says he slept with 300 women, Joan is out. And I'm like, well, damn, Joan. Oh, hell yes. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> I thought you had low self-esteem. Which she does, because she's going to go back. But like oh, for she that can, moment. She let him back in the house. She brought him yeah. She just needed a second. She needed a moment to step away. And that's all it was. It wasn't a complete ghost. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a spirit. <laughs> 
spirit. It was like an apparition. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so yeah. my oh, hell yes moment is, because uh, it really struck me, uh, is what Sean said when he's like, how about you base your self-esteem on how quickly I get you into bed rather than how much time I spend listening to you, have meaningful conversation, and getting to know you. And I was like, damn, a lot of women do that. They do? You don't know that, that women do that? You never like been like, dang, like, what if like the dude just ain't fucking with you like that? Like he he's going and hanging out with you and doing all the stuff, but he ain't really trying to, you know, do anything with you. I what mean, do you I, think about that? I, do you think of it would look it would mentally be like, damn, well, what's wrong with me as a woman? I don't think what you you were explaining or even what Joan was explaining was them trying to go into bed. They just wanted some type of physical contact. You know what I'm saying? I think that they want intimacy that doesn't necessarily have direct connection to sex. That's what you and Joan. Well, that's what I got from Jones. But what do you think Sean means when he says that? Do you think there's any truth in what he's saying? That's what I'm saying. I thought that whole monologue was a whole bunch of bullshit, to be honest. Like, huh? You don't think Joan was sitting there going... I mean, obviously she's like... Because she has a three-month rule. She's not trying to fuck right now. She just wants to be touched or something like she wants to be kissed at least but i feel like there are truths to maybe not joan's truth maybe not my truth but i feel like i've heard that where women are like well dang he's not trying to like we've been together for such and such amount of time and he really hasn't really tried to have sex with me like maybe he doesn't like me or maybe there's something about me or yada yada blah 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 that's happened I'm feeling like wow, you've this never is a whole heard new world to me. You've never heard that. Nah. From no women, no friends, no nothing. Nah. Okay. Well, listeners, you know, you know, if you got something to say, I mean, obviously, some of you gotta catch up to this episode maybe a, a while from now. But hit us up at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter and let us know That's if there's crazy. actually truth to that. Are there women out there or that have actually thought like, man, well. He hasn't really he tried to do anything with me, so maybe I ain't really all that. He probably not fucking with you like that, I guess. I don't know. I haven't really yeah, heard but that what if a dude is like, what if a dude is doing everything else? Like flirting, holding hands, everything else, kissing, but he just won't go there. Hmm. Maybe his dick is small? Shut up. <laughs> anyway, yeah, hit us up at Hell Yes Girl. Weigh in on the subject, guys. Let us know. What side are you on? Have you heard this before? Because I feel like I've heard it from friends before. Maybe not. But that's my <laughs> oh hell yes moment. Damn, shit, whatever. I ain't embarrassed about it. We tell our truth on this podcast, yeah, I, okay? Listen, listen, everything I say is the truth. I might write some notes out and have like a guideline of what I'm going to say, but how I mm-hmm. say it, how I speak is how I speak. The way mm-hmm. Etsy speaks on this podcast is how she fucking speaks. Like this is how I fuck This isn't like we're not doing no lines. This ain't no script. We're not acting. <laughs> this is how we really are. Like you if you see us on a day off off of these mics, we will be just like this. Period. Period. <laughs> anyway, Merry Christmas, guys. If you guys want to get us something real nice for Christmas, you know what I want? Five stars. Whoop, 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 whoop. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or any podcast platform that you listen to. Looks like we got another five star re- uh, review. 
but it was just a rating. No one left. They didn't leave their name, which is like, all right, cool, cool. But whoever tell it was. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And next week, let me see what episode we're doing. Episode 14 of season one. I don't know what it's called, though. Next week's episode is called Bad Timing. Um, I don't know what it's about right now because I am not going to look at the synopsis, even though I, I've seen every single episode of the series. Um, but check in with us next week. We'll be talking about bad timing. Hit us up at Hell Yes Girl on Twitter if you want to chat. And um, anything else? Did I miss anything, Etsy? Nope. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Assalamu Alaikum, Merry Christmas. Happy New Happy Year's, all that good stuff. Hana Kwanzaa, Chris Mahana Kwanzaa, <laughs> Chris Mahana Kwanzaa. All right, guys, thank you so much for being wonderful and listening to us, and we will see you next week. And uh, my name is Nettie, and I'm Etsy. We'll see you next week. Holla! Happy holidays! Happy holidays! Happy holidays.